B'Shem Hashem Na'asev Na'asev, we are in the um, Ravolbi in his wonderful Sefer on um, Elul and Teshuvah. We're doing the Mamar of Teshuvah of the Benunim. So Ravolbi says the Rambam brings in the chapter 3, Halacha 3 of Teshuvah, this is a really tragic Rambam. Because it says, God forbid, if a person regrets his mitzvahs that he did, and he says, I wish I wouldn't have done them. And practically speaking, I just want to let you know, there's many reasons for this. Like, let's say you did a tremendous good for your cousin. Mm-hmm. And then he comes and backstabs you and opens the exact same store that you trained him how to do. Right across. Like you trained him how to do the electronic import. You know, lighting. And then he doesn't go one city away. He doesn't go one block away. He goes a few feet away across the street and takes all your customers. So he says one should be very careful never to regret the good that he does. Because the Rambam says very clearly here, if you say, I wish I would have never, you lose the merit of those mitzvos. They're not going to mention it. Parenthetically, my Rosh Hashiva Zatzal said that, Rabbi Weinberg said that, if for mitzvos, you see that the, the way, Cheshuvah really has four steps, but you see that the bottom, Hashem's kindness is always, 2,000 times more than his, like, strict judgment. And this is a strict judgment thing that you could lose the um, reward of your mitzvahs. But you see the bottom line of Teshuvah, if you want to delete it from your account, is just saying, I wish I hadn't done it, Harata. Because if Harata helps you lose the schar of mitzvahs, which is a much higher barometer, because Hashem is, always wants you to have zechut, so Kalvachomer for Avera, as long as you say you wish you hadn't done it, it's not going to be uh, coming to the... Um, Calculation of the, uh, you know, when God, God weighs your zechut, your merits versus your sins. Yeah. So he says, So, of course, when one dies, what? God has to decide whether you're going upstairs or downstairs, right? To heaven or hell. So, same thing, they do that between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So in Rosh Hashanah, it's synonymous to like the same way God has to make an accounting and auditing of who you are, where you belong. Just like when one dies, right? It's the end of the line. They have to decide whether you're going upstairs or downstairs. Same in Rosh Hashanah, Hashem has to decide. Mi shenim sasadik nichtam l'chaim. Somebody that is, um, when they review his um, past year, so he's a Sadiq. So he gets recorded in the Book of Life, sealed in the Book of Life. Somebody that's found to be evil, Rasha, is sealed for death. And the mediocre people, like 90, 99% of us are, we have an extension to file our taxes, so to speak. You know, we have till Yom Kippur. If we do tshuva, then we're going to be sealed for life. 
Bezat Hashem for all the Jews. And if not, we go to, it's, it's death. Now, the great Talmud of the, of Yisrael Salanter, Rabbi, Rabbi Yitzhak Petelberger, in his Sefer Shari Or, he asks a question on the Rambam. He says that the He says it's very hard to understand. Okay, so Rabbi Yitzhak question basically is why does a Benoni, a middle person, that has till Yom Kippur to do tshuva, why does he necessarily need to do tshuva? A Benoni is like 50-50. So rather than doing tshuva, he could do one mitzvah, then he'll be, right? 5150, he'll be in the category of Sadiqim, and he'll win the judgment. He'll be sealed for life. So he has a, he, he has his own answer, but the Rambam is very interesting. He's bringing in chapter, what we quoted chapter 3, Hilchot Teshuvah Alacha 3, two different, very fascinating Alachot. The beginning of the Alacha, he talks somebody that regrets his good deeds, his mitzvahs. Which is parenthetically, Rabbi Yonah says this was the test of Abraham Avinu after that Kedem, Parshacha Yesara. Because by him, right, sacrificing Yitzchak, he lost Sarah, which was also an apple of his eye. So he could have said, oh, I wish I hadn't done that Kedem, I wouldn't have lost my wife, right? Bashniyat Din Rosh Hashanah. So, it's, it, we're trying to understand the flow of this Halach and the Rambam. Rambam first starts off with somebody that regrets his Good deeds. Then he talks about the Rosh Hashanah. So the Rambam is basing this on the Gemara and Kedushin, page Mem Amud Bet. The Rashbi says, Even if somebody is a perfect Sadiq all his days, and the last day he rebels against God. And he says, I wish I hadn't done any of my mitzvahs. He, 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 he loses his status as a Sadiq Amor. It's sad. But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. So the, the, the issue over here is the same, same thing with Russia. Afilu Rasha Gamur Even if a person is an absolutely evil, decadent, Disgusting person, and he does teshuva in the last day. He they don't even mention any of his sins. So the Rambam is going basing his halacha of this gemara, right? The Rambam doesn't make up anything. He just comes to, in his golden tongue, come to concise and clarify all the sugyas and shas. And somebody that's half and half. So. How about him? It says that that person is a person that regrets the good he did. He says the question, so the Russia we understand, he regrets all the evil he did, that's why his teshuva is accepted. That's why time is so precious, because with one moment, you could clean, you could delete the whole life of mistakes. So, that's the Pshat the Gemara Navodazara says, Yesh Koneshala Olama Bishaachas. A person could, you know, merit his entire world with one moment. Mm-hmm. This is like that Russia that does Teshuvah in his last seconds of life.
So the kushya hiraka la sadik shemarat shayikshav hamarat karbon ashokel vishayer chatziv chatziv v'tirtzud ha'vetonot v'nikana. So the Gemara says, the Gemara has a question regarding the sadik Amor. He says, how could the sadik lose everything? He has a lifetime of mitzvot. I mean, how much Averus can he do in one day, on the last day of his life? So he says, no. Well, the reason why he's going to lose his status and potentially go chas v'sholom downstairs is because he did a lot of Averus the last day. And he regretted all the good he did. That's how the Sadiq Amur ends up, you know, in one day losing everything. So that's what the Rambam, that's why the Rambam has to bring in this whole thing of um, person regretting his good deeds. How it's also very detrimental because that's the whole Sugya in Kiddushin. It's one Sugya. Have akira. So, according to this, when a person regrets, it's like you uproot something. So the Rambam explains the the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Tetzayin. So now with this Gemara, we can understand the the famous Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that says uh, page fifteen. There's three books open: the books of Klampit Sadikim. They get um, recorded and sealed for life right away. You have the middle people that they have till Yom Kippur, right? They're hanging. And then you have, um, and then Bezat Hashem, when they do tshuva, they get sealed in the Book of Life on Yom Kippur, and then you have the complete evil people that what happens to them? They get um, sealed to death right away. So therefore, according to this very important idea the Rambam is establishing, that regretting is um, uprooting, right? So that's that's how the Sadiq Amur in one day messes up his whole life, which is really a tragedy. But we had that. We had Yochanan Kohen Gadol. He was 80 years the Kohen Gadol and the biggest Sadiq in the world. The last day he flipped. We have Elisha ben Abuya. So, I mean, hopefully we don't know too many people like that, but there are very unfortunate examples. So he says, Rambam din akira legamre velo dai So that's why the Rambam says that for the Benoni, the shortcut and most clear-cut way to Teshuvah to get sealed in the Book of Life is to uproot all his Averos through what? Regret. Regret. The Rambam also tells us another fascinating Chidush that Rosh Hashanah is literally like the day of death where they have to calculate. I mean, it's the end of the road, right? Are you going... There's no more time for Teshuvah. I mean, at that point, it's unfortunately... You don't have the ability to do teshuva, but they really have to. It's the time to ascertain where the person, where are they sending him to heaven or hell. That's why the Rambam says Rosh Hashanah is like the same thing. The Hashanah has to see which group are you in. Where do you, where do you stand? The Rambam clearly says the same way. They have to ascertain. When you die, which where to put you? Same thing in Rosh Hashanah. 
הרי דראש השנה דומה, מה משלוין המיסה? ראש השנה is really a yearly audit, like they have to audit you and judge you like on death. וכך מצרפים הגמורי בראש השנה שם מאמרה דנאר ושאל ברייתו שלושה כיתות ביום הדין, that's why the גמורי בראש השנה brings the three books on the day of judgment. ושם בברייתו אמרו על הבינונים שיורדן לגיהנו מסבססים ועולים שסורקים בוכים מתוך הישורים שער חס ועולם. The Gemara says over there in Rosh Hashanah something very fascinating. He says a lot of times the middle people they do have to have spend some time in Gehinom. And then they cry out in pain and slowly they get um, elevated out. After just a few moments. Maybe the moment is an hour, a day, whatever. Um... So the punchline of this memra from Ravolvi is that there is a new creation for the middle people, which is most of us. So in the end of the game, the um the middle of the road people that still have a lot of averot when they die and they haven't done proper teshuva they have to like Rav Chaim Velazhner says that Gehinom is not so much of a punishment rather than a cleansing place Hashem is the most pure thing you could imagine the most perfectly pure and perfect imagine so what is what is uh, Gan Eden Gan Eden is um right the more is is connecting to Hashem like it says the, the, the issue over there is not Shalom. we don't want to Hashem is our pure father right we say in uh, we say it thousands of times uh, again avinu malkenu avinu malkenu every day of the uh, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur we say avinu malkenu Around 25 times, times 10 days, okay, probably, you know, but each tefillah, on uh, Ne'ilah we say five times, so probably we say it around approximately a thousand times. The, so first he's our father, then our king. So the way that the Benoni, after 120 years, is able to be redeemed, even though he doesn't have the opportunity of teshuva, is that he gets purified, in Gehinom. Um, and most people, Ravavadya has a whole talked about this once. Most people need to go at least for some people for a second, some people for a year, right? And then there's everything in between. But they become purified. Now that they're purified, they connect, c- c- connect with the source of all purity and perfection with this Hashem. So that's on this, on the heels of this, the Rambam is explaining what Rosh Hashanah is. It's exactly like Yom Amitah. So just like when heaven and hell comes, right? Yeah, it's time to pay the piper. Either you go up or you go down. You have to decide. And really, it's not Shaykh. Any more opportunity for teshuvah at the end of your life? So, 
And that's really what Rosh Hashanah is. It's like the day of death. Rak, Habore Olam, the creator of the world, Yatsar Yetzirah Chadashah Lebenonim, God, out of, his, out of his infinite kindness, created a new structure and ramification and remedy, a new remedy for the middle people. Lezechutam achare Rosh Hashanah, to give them a new chance after Rosh Hashanah. And they have this opportunity for 10 days to do teshuva till ne'ilah. So it comes out a fascinating thing, understanding of what the 10 days of teshuva are. Starting with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and um, all the, the seven, eight days, nine days in between. He says, Rak, so he says, Nimsada Aser Yemei Shavaru Yetzira Chadashah Lebenunim. Aser Yemei Tushuvah is a new creation for the middle people. Um, for lack of a better mashal, it's like Gehinom for the dead people. But the whole essence of the 10 days of Teshuvah is that they have to regret their mistakes. Every Lashon Hara we did, right? Everything that we weren't allowed to look at. And through that, we uproot our sins. Like they never, like they never, this uprooting of the mitzvahs, right? Regretting of the mitzvahs. It's like retroactively, Iglai Milsa, it goes retroactively, that, right? That even on Rosh Hashanah, we were what? Spotless and sinless. But doing positive new things to add to the scales, that you can't do. Go retroactively. The only way to keep the scales, to add zechut, is not with regret. That that's like, only goes on the negative stuff. The only way to keep the, tip the scales is with teshuva. So, Ravolbi says in his next, next paragraph, from here we see some outstanding and outrageously novel ideas in the Rambam. First of all, the first essence, Yesod, we have to know, Yediyah Nora, the first outstanding and unbelievable thing to realize is that Rosh Hashanah is like a mini day of death. Hashanah Nigmera, because the, the year has ended, and the person exactly is judged. Exactly. He says exactly. Head on, spot on, like the day of his death. The thing is, the difference is like this. On the day of death, you're judged on your entire previous life, right? Your pre- previous 70, 100, whatever, 50 years. Rosh Hashanah, but Rosh Hashanah, they're reviewing the year that went by. But it's exactly the same formula and the same way they judge you. Same calculation. Same, same calculation. Precision. Same precision. Right. Because now your time is up, right? Time, the year is done. So where do you belong? Right. So that's one big chidush on what Rosh Hashanah is. Wow. The second thing is noraot. It's just something magical and out of this world, the 10 days of Teshuvah. 
Hashem, in His infinite kindness, created a new realm of being for the middle of the road people, the Benonim. So they could merit even though technically they don't necessarily deserve to live yet. Right? Because if we compare it synonymous to the day of death, those Benonim have to go to Gehinom. Right? Because comparing it to the day of death, once you're dead, you can't do Teshuvah and Had Zechut. But with all of this, the creator of the world doesn't want anybody to get lost and get a short end of the stick. Yatsar on the Metim. So Gehinom is for the dead people, and Asarat Yemet Teshuvah is for the live people. That's why maybe the people that have to, you only get five, six hours of sleep during Asarat Teshuvah. <laughs> it's on purpose, because it's our version of uh, H-E double hockey stick, Gehinom. So what's the, our whole laser, if you want to, Rav Obizbeki is saying, according to the Rambam, if you want to give a synopsis on all the Aseret Yemei Teshuvah, it is, to uproot all the bad Lashon Hara and all the other um, can of worms, the sins that we did. And when we, when we really, really regret, because honestly, the Rabbeinu Yonah says, one has to think, in the end of the day, the most juicy Lashon Hara that you listen to, what, did you make you a billionaire? I mean, what did you really gain from it? Or Chas right. those people that did uh, sexual sin, or whatever. It's just the instant gratification, and actually, it's so easy, if you have any brains in your head, to be regret doing them, because you realize that the worst tragedy of sin, the Rebbe Yonah says, it makes us far away from our Creator. It creates a wall and distance between our Heavenly Father, which is the source of all light, and all kindness, and all good, and all purity, and all holiness, which is the mandate of the Jew. So he says, one word really could, we could, we could um, summarize our Sarah and that is regret. And through the regret, to quote Ravolbi verbatim, Yiskelem Afrebar Rosh Hashanah Bedino, retroactively, all those sins get deleted from your okay. account. And for sure, it's going to be a much clean-cut uh, deletion, because even for good, it goes. And Hashem's positive midah is always... Right. right? If you do... Hashem, for the people that just do mitzvahs out of fear, it's a thousand times more powerful. But if it's out of love, it's two thousand times more powerful. Right, right. So the third thing... If Rosh Hashanah is like a mini day of death, same formula, same calculation. So now we see how unbelievably heavy and auspicious and monumental the last day of the year is. So even if you do tshuva, right, and that's why we really start selichot a month before. Mm. If you really are, if you really at the head of the game, right, 
You don't have to get, um, you know, it's kind of like a person that the, the, the police officer gives him a warning. Right. He doesn't need to get the ticket and go to traffic school. So if already on Erev Rosh Hashanah, you, you go into a deep state of regret of everything you did and you wish you hadn't done them. Because ultimately we explained according to the Rabbi Yonah there really was no benefit. Any pleasure and benefit was easy come, easy go, instant gratification. And the worst ramification of it is that it made you far in distance. Imagine a person that lives on Antarctica, right? He has no heat, he has no... And Lahavdel Elfei Abdullah, Hashem is like the sun, right? Right. So that's what sin is. Sin is like you're getting into this... Um, Dark... Cold. Dark, cold place that you're not right. near the fire and the kedusha of the Shekhinah, right, right. which is the source of all blessing. Right. So, um, so he says that you could literally on that last day of flip, flip the switch and become a sadiq gamur, and it's not so terribly difficult to do. You just from the bottom of your heart to thyself be true, regret everything you do. So according to the Rambam, it's hard to understand if uh, you can really, according to this whole shmuz that we said, if you could, by adding mitzvot, is it going to help retroactively? But for sure, on the last day of the year would help. And for sure, so he says, he says according to this whole thing he was saying, it just comes out that the, the last day of the year is just like, the last day of your life. Like you know how a person really has to, Right. You know, use it. So he says, our Rebbe, Rabbi Elio Lapian, talks about this in his book, Leva Liyahu. That he saw extraordinary light in these last days of the year. So he says, for example, um, like the last day of the year, if you have kavanah in your last arbit, shacharit minha, it could retroactively kind of uplift all the chas dozens or dozens upon dozens of shacharit minha and arbits that you weren't with kavanah. Hmm. Okay? So, ki yom achad shana. Because there is a Talmudic concept that one day in the year is considered the whole year. And for the last year of the year, right? Day of the year, which seals the year. It's like for the last um, Arvit of Rosh Hashanah, it fixes up all of the Arvits of the whole previous year. The Shacharit, Shacharit, Mincha, Mincha. The last couple seconds of the fourth quarter. Exactly. It's clutch. You could, right, yeah, right. by hitting a, a three pointer, you could win the game. Win the game right. So, Ravobi's just bringing out the idea that this whole thing is like the last day of the year is really right, a day not right. to waste. Wow. How careful does a person need to be on the last day of the year? So that's why we should know the golden opportunity we have. But just to realize, the Kabbalists say, by the same token, the, the great Rabbi Yonisan Ibrishitz, the Yara device says that um, we hold like the Ramban. First of all, the Ramban himself in Hilchot Teshuvah says that um, is the extension date in the end of the day. So, it, so, it, it's true that according to the Rama, we can only retroactively uproot all the Averot through regret. You can't do that with Mitzvot, but the 
I said, if you make sure it was the same thing, that, uh, there's seven days besides Rosh Hashanah. Every day, when we are careful, we can, um, Hashem would forgive us and we could metaken, patch up and fix up all the Sundays and all the Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Shabbat. Like, uh, it's still a golden opportunity. I just want to finish off with what the Ramak says, because we do teach the Ramak on a daily basis in Tomer Devorah. He said that these days of Aser Teshemet Teshuvah were so auspicious that in Safat, a lot of the people would treat them like Cholamoyed and not go to work. Well, because, you know, it's a day that um, these are very auspicious days. Hashem should help us right. through regretting all the sins to retroactively uprooting all of those. And at maximizing our mitzvot, both in quality and quantity, amen.